We are live. Good evening, everyone. Hopefully, everyone is having a blessed evening as we are. As always, we like to say praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together. This is March 11, 2021 and week 110. If you're new around here, welcome to Joy in the Midst of the Storm, a program where we like to do weekly live stream Bible studies and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter. And if you've been with us for a while, as we always like to say, thank you for tuning in. We week in and week out to hear what thus says the Lord. As you can see from the title, we'll be talking about waiting too late. Don't wait too late. I can remember my college days and not even just my college days, but my high school all the way back to elementary. You know, they, they tell us that we have a test on a certain day and every day we look at our calendars and say, oh, I got time. I got plenty of time. And that, and that test slowly crept up and I will find myself waiting until the night before to study for sometimes even the day of i remember i had a paper due in my 12th grade year and um the new call of duty had just come out and i stayed up all night playing that game and i didn't even get that paper do that paper until that morning when it was due so it can work the same way with god but with god we don't know when that last day is so it's best to always be prepared be also ready because we don't know when our time is going to be up so without any further ado i'm going to pass it over to minister tony banks we can go ahead and get started with this evening's message i hope you guys get something out of it thank you melvin as always we like to start with a prayer if you guys are in a place where you can join us we encourage you to do so at this time Heavenly Father, thank you for yet another day in the land of the living, Lord. We thank you for our life, health, and strength, Lord. We thank you for all the blessings that you give to us, Lord, that we don't deserve. But, Father, you're so gracious to us, and you still do it. So, Lord, we thank you. Lord, we're coming before your throne of grace, Lord, asking for your hand uh, in our lives, Lord, in our families' lives, in our friends' lives, Lord. There's so many things for us to pray for, so many sicknesses, so many trying times, so many times where you're asking for, uh, you're asking us to prove our faith, Lord. You're trying to see if we're going to continue to hold on, if, if we're going to continue to believe, Lord. We're, we're asking that you will continue to strengthen us, that you will continue to give us boldness and Holy Ghost joy. Lord, we know that no matter what trials and tribulations are upon us, Lord, we know that there is a reason to have joy in the midst of every storm. Lord, we're praying that these, these prayers not only be words coming from our mouths, Lord, but that they would be uh, sincerity, that we would be sincere at heart, Lord, that this would be a part of us. So, Lord, we're praying these many blessings in your precious name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So Melvin already introduced it. Don't wait too late. That's what we're talking about tonight. Not waiting too late. Melvin talked about how uh, in school, and I've did the same thing before, uh, especially when it comes to homework, there's times where we wait too late. We put it off. I can't tell you how many times I've seen uh, people in the class the day of homework's due this morning. And now all of a sudden, everybody's saying, do you have the answers to the homework? <laughs> and, you know, back then, you wanted to lie to them almost and say, no, I don't have it. You wanted to pretend like you didn't have it either, just so you didn't have to give it to them. But, you know, these are these are situations we get ourselves in because we, quite frankly, just don't do what we're supposed to do. We put it off. We wait. 
And just as Melvin said, we say, well, I have time. And you may have some time before the date that is due, but day by day, time passes. And all of a sudden, you don't have time anymore. And now you look at the date and you wonder, is that right? Is this really what time it is? Man, I can't believe I haven't did this yet. But we've waited too late. I know uh, I was listening to my dad talk the other day about how he would wait too late to do things his mom told him. And I have a, a very similar, uh, if not the same stories of my mom or whomever telling me to accomplish something. Uh, and I'm at the house all day long. And finally, by the time she shows up, I hear the signs of her coming. And all of a sudden now, I'm trying to get ready. But it's a process that takes time. Doing the chores that I was told, washing the dishes, mopping the floors. It's something that would take time. And there's no way after she shows up in the yard, there's no way I'm going to have time to get it done. I've waited too late. And that's something that we do so often in this life. We wait too late. I can tell you about myself. Uh, even the last time that I got a speeding ticket. You know, sometimes you look down at uh, the speedometer and you notice yourself speeding. But you don't slow down yet. You don't slow down to the posted speed limit. And so as soon as you see that vehicle that looks has the uh, appearance of a police officer, then you try to hurry up and slow down. You, you, you cram on brakes. <laughs> like to throw yourself out of the car. You cram on the brakes really hard. Be but you're hoping that it's not too late. So you hit brakes so hard. You almost throw yourself out of the seat. Your heart rate elevates. You almost come to a sweat looking in your rearview mirror to see if they turn the lights on. And they do. <laughs> They're going to get you. <laughs> They've got a quota to meet. They're going to get you. But you waited too late. It's too late to slow down now. You waited too late. And now you have a ticket. It's happened to me before. But it's my own. It's my own fault. And so tonight we're going to look at that because this happens in our spiritual walk with Christ. We can wait too late. I know people will tell you it's never too late. I had a man ask me the other day. He was asking me about. Um, the whole uh, getting right on our deathbed thing said man somebody's waiting too late you know someone is waiting too late so we're going to pick it up in Proverbs chapter 1 and verse 26 I also will laugh at your calamity now we are looking at the words of of the Lord. God is speaking here. Now this isn't Melvin talking. I know he's reading. But this is not his words. 
God said, I also see everybody else laughs at you. You know, everybody else is having a good time when they see people having a hard time. You know, I remember being uh, working with a guy and a guy was giving him such a hard time, continually asking the same things, giving the man a hard time. And then as he seen the guy get agitated, he said, man, I'm just giving you a hard time. The guy said, nobody needs that. We're all having a hard time. But we have a good time laughing at someone else, agitating them. Now, God here said, he said, I also will laugh when your problems come. But now, don't give up yet. Don't get upset yet and say, well, why is God laughing at me? Let's keep reading and get the context of this thing. So he said, I also will laugh at your calamity. Uh huh. I will mock when your fear cometh. He said, I will mock when your hard times come. He said, I'll mock and I'm going to laugh. I'm going to sit back. God's going to have the last laugh. You know, we can laugh all we want right now, but God will get the final say. So, you know, there's a lot of people who always have the last. They always have to have the last word. There's people you get into an argument with. They won't let you finish it. <laughs> if they don't do anything but make a sound, they have to do it. Uh huh. Yep. Mm -hmm. They have to do. <laughs> they have to say something because they feel as though you won, and we don't like defeat. <laughs> but God said He's going to be the victor. He's going to get the last laugh. He's going to do the mocking in the end. So this is something to consider. All right. When your fear cometh as desolation mm -hmm. and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind. When problems come upon us as a whirlwind. Now, this is something that's going to happen whether you're on the right side or the wrong. Problems. Bad things happening that we didn't want. This is going to happen whether you're on God's side or whether you're on the devil's. It's going to happen. But now, when I have problems that are going on in my life, I don't want God to sit back and laugh at me. You know, it's enough people in the world to do some laughing, to have a good time laughing at my pain. There's, a, there's enough people doing that. I don't want God to be one of those. But now, if God does this, that tells me, I had to have done something to deserve it because we know God is a just God. He told us he's going to repay every man. He's going to repay every single one of us according to what we did, according to our works, our actions. God is just. He's not a cruel God. So now he said, when your fear comes, Problem showing up like a whirlwind. We know a tornado, a whirlwind will drop out of the sky out of nowhere. It can be a bright, sunny day. And out of nowhere, the storm comes. 
How many times have we seen it? The weatherman said it's going to storm. And we're looking outside and say, man, it looked fine out here to me. And then lo and behold, the storm comes. Let's let's read, man. When distress and anguish cometh upon you, mm -hmm. then shall they call upon me. Then we're going to call upon him. Someone's going to call on him. He said, after all of this happens, someone is going to call me. Uh-huh. But I will not answer. But now this is God. This is the one who we think is always going to answer. But he said there's going to what he's trying to show us is that there is a point that we've waited too late. That's the reason the officer gives you the ticket, because you waited too late to slow down. You waited too late. I've did it. It's too late. There's nothing I can say. So God said, then shall they call me, but I won't answer. Uh huh. They shall seek me early, but they shall not find me. Seek him when he's able to be found, Paul said. We waited too late. This is God talking. He said, they'll call. But I won't answer. I will get the last laugh. He's going to get it. He said he's going to laugh at our calamity, our problems, our distress. And we know the world we live in, we're all stressed out about this. We're stressed about that. Having anxiety attacks. We know there's so many things going on. We need God on our side. If, if no one else be for us, we need God to be for us. So we've messed up big time. If God has to say this, don't wait too late. That's the issue. We waited too late. Go ahead, man. For that they hated knowledge. This is he's God said, this is what we've did. We've hated knowledge. Now, that's not to say you don't want to learn anything, because there's a lot of things we want to learn. When it interests us, whatever we find interesting, we'll learn about it. But not when it comes to God. You know, when it comes to God, we don't want to learn it. So he said they hated knowledge. The knowledge that we hated was of him. All right. And did not choose the fear of the Lord. Didn't choose to listen to God. Mm -hmm. They would none of my counsel. We wouldn't listen to what God said. This is what's happened. This is why God said what he said earlier. This is why he said he would laugh. Because he. Now we didn't read it. But if we were to go up. I don't remember what verse. But if we were to go back up. God said he was calling us. None of us would listen. Now, this group he's talking to is the rebellious group. The group that waited too late. Those that won't listen to God's counsel. 
those that feel they know everything. And they don't know it, but they're waiting too late. Because God is giving us all an opportunity. The Bible tells us he's long suffering. He's patient with us. He's gracious to us. But we are continuing to wait out God's patience until there's no more opportunities for us. So tonight we're talking about not waiting too late. Just as Melvin talked about when we opened it. Waiting too late to prepare for the test. Waiting too late to do the homework in the day of we try to get right. You know, that's what we do. We say the day, the day that I leave this earth. When the doctor tells me I have two weeks left to live. I'm going to turn my life over to Christ. I'm ready then. Somebody's waiting too late. God is not looking for that type of thing. He's not looking for that. Uh, the scripture tells us to remember the creator in the days of thy youth. When we're strong, when we can do something. He's not wanting us to wait until we're, we're incapacitated. God wants to use us. But we want to we want to be used by the devil. So he said we wouldn't listen to any of his counsel. All right. They despised all my reproof. Wouldn't listen to him. All of his correction. We wouldn't listen to it. We turned a deaf ear. Uh-huh. Therefore shall they eat of the fruit of their own way mm -hmm. and be filled with their own devices. Mm -hmm. For the turning away of the simple shall slay them mm -hmm. and the prosperity of fools shall destroy them. What verse are we at? 32. Let's go back up. Three. Let's go back up to verse 24. Because I have called and ye refused. Now, God said he's called us. And we refuse to come. You know, that reminds me of the five wise and the five foolish. The five foolish neglected. They waited to make preparation for the bridegroom. They waited. They decided, well, we got time. We'll put it off. But the Lord told us he'll come as a thief in the night. During the time we least expect, a time where we didn't see it coming. And that's when we decide, you know what, I'm going to get ready. We decide when it's too late. And so if you were to read that story, you would find that the door was shut. Somebody waited too late. So now, after the door shut, I'm sure somebody was knocking, saying, Lord, open up. We're ready now. We got the oil. 
We just made it back. But the book said the door was shut. And the Bible tells us. If he shuts the door, no man can open it. If he open it, no man can close it. So tonight, the prayer is that we don't wait too late. Because God is stretching forth his hands to each and every one of us. He's calling us. Don't refuse. He's waiting on us. He's being patient with us. But someone is going to wait too late. That doesn't have to be you, though. That doesn't have to be you. But he tells us, he said, he's going to laugh. And the reason he's laughing, he's laughing rightfully so. Because he's given us an opportunity. It's not as if he didn't give us this chance. He said we refused it. We refuse. You know, a lot of times when people have something, uh, when someone offers something, you know, it's amazing how after the offer goes away, that's when people want it. That's when you want something. When it's no longer being offered, many times we'll see uh, a man. A woman may love a man and he has no regard for it and vice versa it happens but as soon as that person isn't wanting isn't desiring to be with the other anymore that's when the one who didn't do right they want to straighten up they say oh no I'm gonna do right this time even though they've said it time and time again but now they're ready to make a change because the offer is no longer there. We don't have to be this way when it comes to God. We shouldn't wait too late when he's no longer offering. When he shuts the door and says, you know what, that's it. Because they continue to refuse. They didn't want to do this. They didn't want to do what I told them. And so, what are things that we are waiting on? What are things that we're refusing to do that God has told us to do? You know, I want to check out something that uh, in the book of Acts. Uh, it's, sorry, it's chapter 22, uh, verse 16. We'll find here. Paul, after he had been persecuting the church, after God had to get his attention, God had to blind him with the light, causing him to fall to his knees. And he had a conversation with God. And after this conversation, he couldn't see. Blind for three days, three nights. And we find during this time, he's still trying to make his way to the person who God directed him to. He's still, and God's trying to direct that person to Saul. He was Saul at the time. And so now God sent a man named Ananias 
to him. And we're going to look at what this man told Saul. Because God doesn't want us to wait too late. And there's things he's telling us to do. And one of them is what we're going to see in these scriptures. So we'll pick it up in Acts chapter 22. Um, and we can go ahead and start at verse 16. And now why tarryest thou? Now this is the man Ananias talking to Saul. Tarry means to wait. He said, why tarryest thou? What are you waiting for? That's the question God is asking us today. What are you waiting for? You know, we come up with a lot of reasons to wait in life. When people want to get married, they say, well, I'm going to wait. <laughs> they say, well, you know, I got to wait till I'm in a better financial place. I got to wait till I finish this school. I got to wait till I get that. I got to get me a new car first. You know, we come up with so many things, Melvin, of why we're wanting to wait. But now this thing, God is asking, what are we waiting for? He said, the man Ananias, whom God sent, God sent this person to Saul and asked him, he said, what are you waiting for? And now, why are you waiting? Uh-huh. Arise. He said, arise. It's time out for sitting down on the things that God told us to do. We've been sitting down for a long time. That's, the, that's our favorite thing to do is sit down, hang out. But he said, arise. Uh-huh. And be baptized. Be baptized. This is what Jesus told us to do. He told us to be baptized. We find Peter telling us to be baptized. We don't have to wait. You don't have to say, well, I'm going to wait till next year. I, I, I got to get myself right first. You hear it all the time. The devil convincing someone to wait. We said, I got to get myself together first. And then I'll go. I'll get right. I'm going to get myself. If we had the power to get ourselves right, why would we need God? Why would we need him? You know, none of us would need the hospital if we had the power to heal ourselves. None of us would ever go there. So if, it, if the enemy has you thinking you need to get right before you go to church, before you get baptized, before you decide to try to live for Christ, he's fooling us. Because the man here said, what are you waiting for? Arise, be baptized. This means something. I know people say it doesn't mean anything, but it means something. Don't wait too late to find out what it means. Read that next part, Miller. And wash away thy sin. This is what it means. Wash away your sin. That's what the water's doing. Because the water is blood. The blood of Jesus washes away all of our sins. So why wait for that? Why wait 
to have your sins clean. Peter told us, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. We find the man Ananias say the same thing here. But he, he just like Peter, he said, what are you waiting for? Wash away your sins. Be baptized. This is how your sins are washed away. I know someone has told us it doesn't mean anything. But don't find out the truth too late. You can find out. A man told me, he said, God hasn't revealed himself to me. He said, God hadn't shown himself to me. But now it's going to take you to do something. Every miracle we find Jesus perform, he called the people to do something. And so just by this man having this conversation with me about God, I can tell God's been calling him because he wouldn't be on his mind if he hasn't. And he was sincere asking questions. And I was thankful for that. But my hope is we don't wait too late to find out the truth of the matter. Saul, when he came into the gospel, he was taught he needed to be baptized, washing away his sins, uh-huh. Calling on the name of the Lord. And it had to be done by calling. This is how the baptism is done, by calling on the name of the Lord. We know the name of the Lord is Jesus. So no doubt about it, we find in, the, in Acts the 19th chapter, Paul, he went and found some disciples in Ephesus and he asked them, he said, have you received the Holy Ghost? They told him we hadn't even heard of the Holy Ghost. What are you talking about, man? Paul said, well, how were you baptized? They said they were baptized by John the Baptist. He said, that's not in the name of the Lord, though. And so. The same conversation was had then. What are you tarrying for? What are you waiting for? Be baptized in the name of the Lord. So we find that in Acts, the 19th chapter, Paul baptized them in the name of Jesus. The same way he was baptized. Washing away their sins. Don't wait too late. This is the truth. Of our baptism. This is the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Don't wait too late. Because there's people even today. We'll laugh about baptism. We'll laugh about the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues. We'll laugh about a lot of these things. But the Lord said, it's okay. <laughs> you can laugh all you want right now. But he will have the last laugh if you wait too late. But I hope it doesn't come to that. I hope we recognize our error. And we become corrected. 
and we wouldn't put off being baptized. Read that again for me, Mel. And now, why tarry is that? He said, now, this is a question to everyone out there. He said, now, why are you waiting? What is there to wait on? If we understood how serious God takes our sin, if only we understood how serious he took it and he takes it, we would, we would be running. We would be desperately looking for the water the same way the eunuch man did. He says, see, there's water right there. Man, what are we waiting for? What's hindering me from being baptized? This man was ready. Nobody had to ask him, what is he waiting for? <laughs> he asked Philip, man, what are you waiting on to baptize me? He didn't wait. God always makes a way if a person is ready. If a person desires to, he'll make a way. He'll show us water that we didn't even see. We found him do that back in the Old Testament. When Abraham sent out his, uh, <laughs> his concubine, Isaac's mother, they didn't see water. And then God opened their eyes and seen water. There's a lot of people that don't see the importance of the water at this moment. But I pray you don't wait too late. I pray you see God to understand why you need to do this. Because he tells you in the verse, he plainly says it, wash away thy sins. That's what it's for. That's what Peter said it's for. We find no contradiction. Don't wait too late to be baptized in Jesus' name. I know you might be thinking, I've already been baptized, but were you baptized in Jesus' name, though? There's a difference. There's a big difference. We find in Acts 19, Let's get that mail. Let's flip back a few chapters. Acts chapter 19. Let's skip verse 1. Paul coming to Ephesus, he found certain disciples. And this is what he said to them in verse 2. He said unto them. Now this is the same Paul that we just read about in Acts 22. He gave. He was telling his story of how his journey Began. Baptism is the beginning. He told about how he began in the gospel. But that was only the beginning. So now we're talking about Paul coming to Ephesus and he found some disciples. He said unto them, mm -hmm. Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? He asked these people, Do you have the Holy Ghost? That's the question we ought to be asking ourselves. That's the question someone should be asking us. And I'm asking you right now. Do you have the Holy Ghost? Did you receive it since you believed? Uh-huh. And they said unto him, 
We have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. Just as we are today. We don't know. We don't know whether we have it or not. We're not sure. It's okay to be unsure. But what's not okay is to stay unsure. Don't wait too late to find out the answer. You can know. I know people will tell you, well, you just can't know everything. Yeah, that's true. But this one thing, you can know. God wants you to know. He told us in the book of Proverbs, he says, someone's going to hate knowledge. All, all we're doing is rejecting the knowledge. Whenever we say, well, you just can't know. We're just rejecting the knowledge. We're refusing. We're refusing to know. By not even trying to find out. So now he said, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? They said, we don't know. We're not sure. We never even heard of it. All right. And he said unto them, mm -hmm. unto what then were you baptized? He said, how were you baptized? Now, this is the same Paul who was baptized by Ananias. We just picked that up in Acts 22, 16. He was baptized by Ananias. He was baptized in the name of the Lord. And we know the name of the Lord is Jesus. So now he's asking them, how are you baptized? All right. And they said unto John's baptism, not in the name of the Lord. That's all they said. They said we weren't baptized in Jesus name because John was not baptizing in Jesus name. He wasn't baptizing in the name of the Lord. Drop down to the next verse, Mel. Then said Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him, mm -hmm. which should come after him, mm -hmm. that is, on Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. When they heard this. When they heard this. When they heard this. Uh -huh. They were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. They got baptized in Jesus' name. Paul was asked a question. He was Saul at the time. Why tarryest thou? Look, be baptized in the name of Jesus. Arise. We find Paul now going and teaching this same gospel. Telling people to be baptized in Jesus' name and to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Don't wait too late before you do this. There's, it's sad for God's people to go to church their entire lives and never do this. And never actually fulfill the things he told us to do. So he said, don't wait too late. What are you waiting for? We should be trying our best to do everything God told us to do. So there are no contradictions. We find the same thing. Ananias taught this to Paul. And then we find Paul go out and teach this to others. And we find that even happening to this very day. 
So in my closing remarks, don't wait too late. You can be baptized in the name of Jesus, which is done to wash away your sins. You can receive the Holy Ghost so that you can continue on this journey. You will have the power then to do what God told us to do. But it's going to take all these things. It's going to take all of these things. Don't wait too late. We've all waited too late time and time again to do some things that we know we should have been doing. Just as I started, I've waited too late to slow my vehicle down. And the police officer made me to know, yeah, you waited too late. You should have slowed down about five minutes before you seen me. You ran up on me. But I waited too late. If I had slowed down ahead of time, I could have avoided the penalty. You know, if we would not put off and neglect God, we can avoid the penalty. We can avoid being laughed at. We can avoid being mocked. He'll answer us when we call. We heard Jesus said his father always heard him. The reason why is because Jesus didn't wait. He was always about his father's business. We found him at 12 years old being about his father's business. He didn't wait. He didn't wait too late. So my hope and my prayer my desire is that we'd all be saved. We don't wait too late to do what God is calling us to do. So at this time, I'll turn it back over to Melvin. Thank you guys so much, uh, as always, for tuning in. Uh, no matter where you're listening at, Facebook, the podcast, wherever, uh, we, we thank you guys so, so greatly. So at this time, back over to Melvin. <laughs> yes, we definitely do appreciate you guys, uh, as we always like to mention. Um, I don't know if you guys have commented. I don't see any on the screen. So if you've commented and we haven't said anything, we're not ignoring you. Something's going on, uh, if there are any comments. But I remember the at the beginning of the live stream, I was talking about how I used to wait so late when doing schoolwork or, or homework or studying for a test or anything. I can remember one time the teacher was taking up the homework and I'm back there in the back. <laughs> Luckily, I had a seat in the back and trying to do the homework really fast. I can remember another time where somebody else had their homework and I took their homework when they weren't looking, erased their name and put my name on it. And it was ridiculous, but that won't cut it when it comes to God on the, on the last day. That won't cut it. I can't take anybody else's salvation. I can't work on my salvation when he's going around checking everybody on judgment day. That won't cut it. And I remember um, somebody saying, I wish you could tell when you're in the good old days before you leave the good old days. Um, you know, there could be a, a certain game that, that's really good. And then as the years go on, they make new iterations of that game. And it's, it's just not as good as how it compared is not good compared to how it was back in the day. 
or certain shows or you may have a marriage where because you know they call it the honeymoon stage where everything is nice and then you know you get on years and years pass and then you get to where you can't stand each other and you say oh i remember the good old days what we have that now when god is giving us chance after chance you know another saying that i can get behind is you don't know what you have until it's gone so we need to appreciate what we have now i always open up the live stream by saying thank the lord for another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together because he gives us so many chance chance after chance and we're still not listening we're still laughing we're still not taking heed to what he's saying we're chasing after so many other things like riches um trying to make sure our grades are up so that we can get a good job so that we can pay back those student loans we're focused on so many other things than what god wants us to be focused on and then time is going to pass us by and we won't even know i um i get news just about every day of somebody else dying at a certain age dying young there was just a wreck this past week right here in Oxford, mississippi that claimed the life of a father and i believe two of his kids if i'm not mistaken another wreck i was just in tennessee this past monday another wreck where i believe an officer died so we never know when our time is up be also ready it's always good to be prepared you never know when your time is going to be up and we just don't know what we have because we as mentioned in proverbs despise the knowledge you know there's a place in nehemiah where it says god is good there's a good god and it says that same god is a terrible god because you know that sounds terrible god saying he's gonna laugh at us he's gonna mock us when our times of trouble come but we definitely deserve it another place it says my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge you reject knowledge as tony mentioned earlier because we reject it because we don't even try to know you know god gives each and every single person an opportunity to hear the full truth and it's going to be up to us what we listen or not he's he already knows from the beginning of time who's going to make it to heaven and hell but he has to show us ourselves give us a chance and he's hoping that we'll diligently seek him he doesn't tell us nobody knows when the last day is on earth not even the angels in heaven i remember being little and i used to get scared when I see saw those um, commercials or, or videos or whatever saying the day is going, the earth is going to end on this day, and I remember my mom telling me, "Well, if you say, if you hear somebody say that the earth is going to end on a certain day, you can be sure that it won't end on that day because no man knows." And that really did make me feel better. But if we actually did know the the end of the day, will the last day, we'll definitely do what I did back in school. We'll wait until the day before, sometimes even the day of, to get right. God doesn't want that. He wants us to, to diligently seek him. He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So I pray that we all become ready because those times are going to hit like a whirlwind. We all know the wind. It talks about the wind in a lot of different places. I remember in the third chapter of the book of John and Jesus was talking to, to um, I'm getting his name, Nicodemus. <laughs> Nicodemus. That's it. Jesus was talking to Nicodemus and he was talking about being born of the water and of the spirit. And it say, it's like the wind. You cannot tell when it's come or where it's going. And then in Acts chapter 2 on the day of Pentecost, 
There was a sound as of a rushing mighty wind. It's going to come at you fast. And then they all spake in tongues as the spirit gave them utterance. There's so many evidence, so, so many places because people will laugh. People will, will mock. Uh, I see it all the time online and actually in person where they will laugh at you for believing in God, for trusting in God, for hoping that things will come to pass that seemingly impossible and we know that in god all things are possible but they're laughing they're saying that there is no god and there's a lot of these super smart people um one guy at the top of my head is stephen hawking you know the guy in the wheelchair that was a, a really famous scientist and he said that there is no god and you know we look at him in earthly in our earthly eyes and he was very smart but we know that the bible says the fool says that there is no God and that God uses the foolish things to confound the wise, the weak things to confound the strong. You know, when we talk about baptism and speaking in other tongues, some, and some people call it gibberish, that's, that seems like that is a foolish message. They say that's funny, man. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Tony, then you say one guy, um, he asked you, you said you were going to church. I believe you say he asked um, if you were going to a club or something. And you say you were going to church. And then he say, uh, I'm not going to go speak in that gibberish. I could be getting the, getting the wording of it wrong. But definitely people will look at that like it's crazy. And then it's going to be too late. And there are too many instances, instances in the Bible where people will enjoy good things on earth only to receive the torment of hellfire. We see that with, with the rich man in hell. When then he saw Abraham afar off and he begged for, for some water. And Abraham was um saying, you remember when the, your time on earth, when you received all of those good things and Lazarus torment, now those roles are reversed. Just like what God was talking about in the book of Proverbs chapter one. He said, I called and we would not listen. And so that and those roles are going to reverse when our times of trouble are coming. We're going to call and he's not going to listen. So I pray again that we all be ready because it is so important. It's so important. And I'm going to leave it right there. Um, we got a couple of comments. Uh, Casey says, love you guys. We love you, too, man. Thank you for joining in. Um, Roderick, thank you so much. Um, and be ready when he said also says be ready when Jesus comes. Definitely, definitely. And BJ, that's my brother-in-law, <laughs> says amen. Definitely amen. Thank you guys so much, so much for tuning in. Man, I'm going to leave it right there. There's so much that can be said. It's so much, so many different avenues to, to go because um, we only scratch the surface when it comes to this stuff. So thank you for tuning in. And as I always like to mention, we hope you guys... We hope to see you guys join in on our Zoom messages. We have a Bible study on Zoom every Monday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. It is a good topic every week. Um, it's always, it's always great to have you guys there. So I think that's it. Thank you guys for tuning in. And as I always like to say before I forget, rejoice in the Lord always because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. Counted all joy, counted all joy. And again, counted all joy. There is reason to be joyful in the midst of every single storm. And I know it's hard to see it, but just hang, just hang in there. Those who endure to the end shall be saved. I know it's a lot going on, especially in, in this world today with the pandemic, with all of the killing, with all of the sickness. Just remember that there is joy in the midst of every storm. 
remember that. And so I'm going to end it right there. Thank you for the comments. Thank you for tuning in. And we'll see you guys next Thursday evening with another topic coming straight from the word of God. You guys be blessed and have a safe weekend. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our weekly Bible study podcast. We hope you enjoyed this evening's message. My name is Melvin Corners, here alone with Minister Tony Banks. You can catch these Bible studies live on Facebook every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time at facebook.com slash jmsbible. We hope to see you guys there. Thank you. Also, as mentioned in the message, we have Zoom Bible studies every Monday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. To join our messages, all you'd have to do is click the meeting link in the description. There is also a link to listen to all of our previous Zoom messages as well. We hope to see you guys join in on the study. And always remember to rejoice in the Lord always.